This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com I recently went to Florida with my wife and we're staying in this really, really nice house in this beautiful gated community. One night, towards evening, we're driving home and they have this beautiful lake, beautiful trees, beautiful sunset. And I turned to my wife and I said to her, you know, the sun is going down. It's really stunning. I think I want to take a picture of this beautiful lake and these beautiful trees and this beautiful sunset. Let's pull over for a minute and let me take some pictures. And my wife said, no problem. I'll drop you off. Walk back to the house. I set up a tripod with my camera. I like this concept of photography. I think it's really cool. And I'm setting everything up. And it's it's so quiet. It's so beautiful. And I'm setting it up, and the sun is slowly going down, and I'm looking through the lens. I'm getting all into this picture. And all of a sudden, my brain started to tell me, you know, in Florida, there's a lot of alligators. Be on the lookout for alligators. And I'm focused on this picture, I'm focused on the landscape, I'm focused on the settings, I'm focused on the landscape, I'm focused on the settings, I'm going back and forth and back and forth, and can hear a pin drop. And I get closer and closer to the lake. I take one picture, I get closer to the lake, closer to the lake. And I'm literally like two feet from this lake. And I have everything set up. I'm about to take a picture. And all of a sudden, the lake erupts about five feet into the air. There's like a geyser that just shoots up. It goes push straight out of the lake. My heart was in my chest. It was beating so fast. To say that I ran and knocked over my camera is an understatement. I literally hurled myself away from that lake. I ran up this embankment. My heart was flying. I was so scared. I was so nervous. I looked at, I looked back down towards the lake. My camera's laying on the floor. <laughs> the lake is slowly like getting back to its tranquil self. Could you hear a pin drop? My heart is still flying. And I'm looking, I'm trying to see what it was. And I realized that in the lake, there was a sewer feed where every 10 minutes, 15 minutes, it releases sewage into the lake and the lake erupts. I was so elated. I was so nervous. My heart was flying. I was like shaken. I said, oh my goodness, I can't believe I was just so scared from nothing. Essentially, nothing. Okay, go back to my picture. A couple days later, I'm looking through through some svarim, and I see an incredible concept. It's brought down, the story, the story of Rabbi Shul ben Karcha. And it says Rabbi Shul ben Karcha, he's sitting in the forest one day, and he's learning, giving over a share, he's learning. And all of a sudden he hears, it sounds like marching, like there's, a, there's, there's, an army that's coming towards him. And it says Rabbi Shubham Karcha got very, very nervous. And it started getting closer to him and closer to him and closer to him. That he got up and he got so scared and he started running. And he ran and he ran and he ran. And then he stopped. And he realized that what he had heard was the, the rustling of the leaves. There was no army, there was nobody chasing him. He was just scared for, for no reason. And it's brought down that Rabbi Shulban Karcha stopped and he quoted a Pasuk. The Pasuk says that you're going to run away from nothing, from a coil 
ava, like from a voice, from a nothing. You're going to get so scared that you're going to run away. And Rabbi Shimon Karcha stopped and he said, wow, this Pasuk that says, the Radav Eschem Kail Ali quoted this Pasuk, you're going to run away from this voice. That's just what, ha- that's what happened to me. And he said, that's a klala, that's a bad thing that a person would have that. And he said, I have to do introspection and ask myself, why is it that I felt, that Hashem felt that He had to punish me to make me scared, even though there was nothing? Why did I have to do that? <laughs> and I'm reading this, this story, this Medrash, this Gemara. I'm reading this, <laughs> and I'm thinking to myself, that was Mamish me. Like five days ago, that was me. I got scared from Mamish nothing, from nothing, I have no, nothing at all. But my reaction was, let me set my camera back up, let me continue taking pictures. And Rabbi Shubham Karcha, when he was scared, a pusuk popped into his brain. And he said, I have to do introspection, I have to think about what this means for me, for my life. And I said to myself, why is it that he had one reaction, and I had another reaction? So Rieslok Berkowitz, my Rebbe, he, he, he says such a beautiful idea. He says, the Pasuk says that Hashem talks about Adam and He says, Adam is Rami Urav. From when a person is young, when he's little, he's Ra, he's bad. It's, it's interesting, because when you think about it, you, you would imagine a kid is a cute little, little munchkin. You just want to like eat him up. It's just so cute. People get older, they become a little crazier. That's when they start doing crazier things. They start becoming the people that we become. Adults are calculated evil. Kids are kids are cute, you know. What Pshat the Pasuk says, Adam is Rami Nu'urav. person becomes Bar Mitzvah, now all of a sudden, he's good. What does that mean? So Rehusel Berkowitz explains, he says like this, he says that a person, when he's a child, is very cute. He's cute so long as things around him go the way that he wants them to go. The minute they stop going the way that he wants them to go, his emotions take over and he is not in control of the way that he reacts to things. An adult has seichel. And when you become a bar mitzvah, a bas mitzvah, you're charged with practicing to use your intellect to override your emotions so that your reactions become mature. I'll say that sentence again, because it's a powerful sentence. When you become an adult, you're charged with practicing to use your intellect to overcome your emotions so that your reactions become mature. Which means that when things happen in your life, which don't necessarily go your way, you learn how to react in a way that's more mature. You don't just throw a tantrum because something doesn't go your way. You learn to deal with it in a normal, mature, healthy manner. According to who you are, your status, your age, etc. Children are ra. Ra means you didn't fill yourself up with taiv, you didn't fill it up with taira, you didn't fill it up with seichel, you didn't fill it up with intellect. But the more you fill it up, the more your reactions start to change. And when things happen, they become 
they feed out of you in a, in a more mature way. We all think to a degree, I feel this, so therefore it must be true. But if we can change the way that we feel because we fill ourselves up with higher principles, then our reactions will be a little bit different. It won't just be an empty reaction to something, it will be a reaction of a pasuk and an introspection. We change it. I have a friend of mine, he started in the business world, and he turned to his Rebbe and he said to him, Rebbe, this is the first year I'm working. I'm making, let's say, forty, fifty thousand dollars $50,000. He said, Rebbe, how much mice am I supposed to give? And his Rebbe sat there and his Rebbe went through everything. And he tells him, this is what you can, this is miser deductible, this is not miser deductible. And at the end, he told him, this is what you have to pay miser on. And he said, okay, beautiful. 10%, right? And his Rebbe said, no, 20%. He said, Rebbe, 20%. 20% is for like rich people. I didn't make a lot of money this year. And his Rebbe said to him, I want to tell you, you said Godot for life. When we're young, when we're starting something out, we implement whatever it is that we implement. We, we set ourselves a baseline for who we are, what we become, and this is sort of how it sort of stays for a very long time. When you, when you try to change that, it's often difficult. So as Rebbe said to him, you're starting out now in the business world, you're starting out now giving Meiser. Classically, Meiser is 10%. But one day you're going to make half a million dollars, a million dollars, five million dollars. For you to break that 10% and move it to 20% is going to be almost impossible. And you're making a tremendous mistake if you think that it's going to be easy. So from the get-go, I want you to start off your life giving Miser at 20%. And he told me this, man. He said, now it's 10 years, 15 years later. He's a good friend of mine. He's 10, 15 years into the business world. And he said, I want you to know, I make a lot of money. Baruch Hashem, doing very well. Everything, everything that I make from day one is at 20%. Because my Rebbe taught me that when you set the bar high, it, it, it becomes the bar. When you set it low, it's so difficult to change. It's not to say that we're not supposed to change it. You are supposed to change it. But it's very difficult. Changing reactions, changing who we are, changing how we process emotional events in our life, is very, very difficult. But if you practice it, if it becomes a part of your daily routine to, to elevate that from wherever it is to wherever it needs to go, then eventually it will change. It will become something different. So often I sit with couples and I say to the man, or I say to the wife, try this, say this, do this. Tell your wife you're proud of her. Tell your husband you're so happy with what he did. And, and almost without fail, everyone says the same thing. Oh, that's not me. Oh, that's not my marriage. Oh, that's not how I do things. That's not how we do things. Or my college teacher told me this 20 years ago, 30 years ago. And that's how I've been doing things for the last 20 or 30 years. That's great. That's wonderful. That's beautiful. But marriage education doesn't end at chassan classes. Marriage education doesn't end at kala classes. If that's what it was, you'd have an 18-year-old person cementing into their life how their life, their married life, is going to look for the next 100 years. How pitiful and shameful is that? We, we have so many great books and svarim and online courses and amazing content that can help anybody elevate their marriage from level to level to level. 
to set yourself a low baseline, a baseline where you don't even know what you're talking about at the stages before marriage. How many couples think they're going to ever fight when they're engaged? You're going to disagree with your spouse. It's probably going to happen. Shocker. But yeah, it probably is going to happen. If it doesn't happen, then you're probably not really honest with yourself with what's going on. The concept of elevating, becoming more mature about our reactions, of how we think, how we process things emotionally, is something which is a lifetime of work. And marriage is the ultimate playground for practicing, developing your emotions and your reactions. And when you take new concepts, and you learn it, and you live it, and you love it, it becomes a part of you. Then ultimately you don't say, oh, that's not who I am. And ultimately when things happen, your reactions will be more mature because you've used the intellect that you've gathered to overcome your emotions, and therefore your reactions will become more mature. And when you do that, you will take your marriage and your life to a new level. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.